This college football bowl predictions part one edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. For boosted parlays, the in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a one thousand dollars risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is DFS. Simplified. All you have to do is pick your favorite player over and under to cash in. Head over to prizepicks.com and use promo code SGP for a 100% instant deposit match. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free to play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the head to head matchups. Download the app today or just head to betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. We're also brought to you by PropSwap. America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to five hundred dollars in bonus cash. We're also brought to you by SoBet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at SoBet.io/sgpn. That's SoBet.io/sgpn. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. You're home for all of our free picks and podcasts. This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi State, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan, real money Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. It's bowl season. It is bowl season. Bowl season. S Z N. It is bowl season. Joining us in studio to talk all things college football. Kobe Dan, aka the Danta Base. Celebration Bowl time! All right, Jackson State stealing the number one recruit in the nation. Oh wow, that was that was breaking news. A uh, a, a high high ranking cornerback recruit was supposed to go to Georgia potentially, Florida State potentially. Instead, goes to the FCS. Colby, what was your and and uh, supposedly it's tied to this NIL deal where he's going to get like a one and a half million from Barstool. All unconfirmed. Very unconfirmed. Very unconfirmed. Hey, uh, some bag was Deni- dropped. Barstool's denying it. For really? what it's worth. <laughs> well, I think they have to right now to make sure the NCA doesn't come down on Jackson State. But uh, now, why would they come down on Jackson State? I think there's certain things that they said they would ba- police with the NIL based uh, based on the state you're in. Uh, what you can and cannot do as a university when it comes to uh, neg- like being part of the deal. Uh, maybe could be brought into question. I would imagine a state like Mississippi is probably more hands off than most. Yeah. Um, obviously, so people. So if someone wants to come down and give someone in Mississippi one and a half million dollars, obviously people. I think al- they're going to do that. Alluding to the fact that this is related to Barstool and Prime, you know, Prime's relationship. Yeah, but, but completely unrelated, probably. 
<laughs> look, I, I, I guess here's the, if you're trying to make a splash, like it's not like not, not to get too deep into an FCS topic. Cause we're here to yes. talk FBS. No, no, a we're not. We have the FCS and the celebration bowl celebration bowl. But, but my question would be two things. One, uh, why would bar still deny it? That's odd Two, why would uh, as a college football purist Colby, how do you feel about the fact that this guy was recruiting for Florida state? He was out there telling dudes to go to Florida state, to join him, to, ch- to I mean, change that, the world. That, that happens Dion? all the time. No, no. The, the number one recruit who flipped, oh, yeah. he was getting other, he was, that's common though. That is very common in the sport where you'll have one guy who's connected to the other guy and he thinks he's going here and uh, he's telling his boys, Hey, come play with me at whatever school. And then all of a sudden, you know, well, especially this is brand new territory for us. Makes guys. you wonder we, if anyone showed up to his birthday yeah, party. Yeah, yeah. The NIL <laughs> deal, though, uh, is going to do this. And the, look, this is, I was just telling Sean this pre episode. Uh, it's the first time, and I went back five years Ooh. this morning, first time that the top five recruits in the nation, none of them have ever been to the college football playoffs, the teams they signed with. Only one in the top ten. That is the effect of the NIL, and I think that is going to be Dropping a good bags. thing for the sport. All right, we uh, we got a guest. We're we're going to get to a ton of uh, picks for the bowl games, but even before we get to that, I feel like we have to touch on the Urban Meyer news. <laughs> <laughs> Urban Meyer, of course, has been relieved the duties sure. of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Ryan on the uh, NFL Pick Show. My entire pick for the Houston Texans was contingent on the fact yeah, that we're Urban Meyer. Right? Yes, okay. I I already put How in my great tally is my James picks. Robinson play. <laughs> Your DMS. James Robinson play <laughs> looks great now because again, clearly Urban Meyer hated him. Bevel, I think, would be smart enough to feed James Robinson, or <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, when Trevor Lawrence is out there, you know, basically lobbying to give the ball to James Robinson, and you're refusing to give it to him. Uh, pretty funny there, but as far as it, how it pertains to college football, Colby, I'd love to get your thoughts. Where do you think Urban Meyer ends up in college football? Does he take a year off? He does maybe to work on his heart, but um, <laughs> what do you, where do you think he ends up? And now here's what I'm thinking: If Chip Kelly leaves UCLA mm. to go mm. to Oregon, how does UCLA compete against Lincoln uh, uh, Riley? Oregon already hired their guy. Oh, sorry, but I missed but, that. Uh, <laughs> but no, I mean I do think in the future. Some team's gonna take a flyer, even I mean I know it's harder ha- in 2021. I have an idea. Patty C has an idea too. What's yours? Dion's trying to raise the profile of the historically black <laughs> Go to colleges Princeton, and universities. Offensive coordinator for Jackson State. <laughs> what better way than bring into a football guy, <laughs> someone who's not gonna take any puss from pussy shit from anyone, including the kicker. Mm. Josh Lambeau got a coach fired. That's yeah, really wow, the story that is, here. That is crazy. <laughs> that is pretty who amazing. Knew, who knew Josh Lambeau had that much sway in the league? The owner of the Jags is like a big time wrestling goof too. So he probably was like, "All right, that's not cool. You can't kick people when they're on one <laughs> knee. That was, you're out of here." <laughs> the ref lost his contact lens. So you, you think? Uh, Sorry, what's Patty? Wh- C's where do you doing? actually think he ends up? Colby? Well, Patty C's thing is Luke Fickle has been a a, a, mm. a come. There's talk that Ryan Day potentially to the NFL. Fickle's an Ohio State graduate. Well, guess where Urban Meyer went to school? Where's that? Cincinnati. Oh, so he's thinking maybe over the next oh, year yeah. or so. Okay. Urban Meyer to Cincinnati. I, that would be kind of filthy, but I mean, look, it makes sense. It does make sense. Go back, but, yeah, stick it to Ohio State by doing battle in Ohio. I, I like think it. we're just getting the tip of the iceberg when it comes to what we're going to learn about Urban Meyer as a coach now. Well, right. Because once just the tip. Come on. I don't have a problem with him kicking the player. 
<laughs> I really don't. No, no one. There's no, no one, way. He's no like one, sixty. No one thought you were gonna side with the kicker on this one, Colby. He's like sixty. This kick couldn't have hurt. Well, also right? Josh Lambeau did say if I had to rate the kick, it was like a five out of ten. <laughs> oh come on, the, yeah. is he really kicking? Yeah, fuck you? him, actually. Then that's what I say. Is fuck him for oh I, I got feelings because he's funny to watch. In high school, I had a, t- a science teacher headbutt me. You know what I did? I didn't do shit. All right. I didn't go to the the oh let's get him fired. What kind no, of, I paid I, attention more what? and I learned some shit. What? Uh, <laughs> I just love what warranted uh, a headbutt in a science. Exactly. I wasn't paying attention. I was, was fucking he, was around. He, was he doing like a hands-on demonstration on how ions can't bond or something? <laughs> that may have yeah, been Mr. Uh, Platt. Shout out to Mr. Platt with the good old headbutt to my dome. And guess what? I paid attention, Sean. Lesson learned. Instead, this little bitch out there. Oh, he kicked and me. Now, yeah. And now you're a successful scientist. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get to it. We got to get to the interview. Before we get to the interview, want to shout out TickPick.com. T i c k p i c k. The original no fee ticket site. You're going to a college football uh, game this bowl season. Maybe you're going to the Liberty Bowl to watch. Mississippi State and Texas Tech do battle. Well, if you're going to get those uh, Liberty Bowl tickets, you got to go to tickpick.com slash SGP. Tickpick.com slash SGP, where they guarantee you the best prices in all their college football bowl tickets and college football tickets in general. Uh, if if you can find a better price, TickPick will give you 110% of the difference of the purchase price. Highly recommended. Again, no fees, no service charges. TickPick.com slash SGP. Joining us on the line, head football coach for the Mississippi State Bulldogs, Coach Leach. Uh, coach Leach, quick question to get us going here. Is is it tough preparing for a bowl game while also kind of preparing for Christmas at the same time? Well, Christmas kind of goes out the window uh, with <laughs> regard to bowls. Um, and when my kids were smaller, that's when that's the most challenging. Um, you know, and the kid, you know, the kids, of course, they sometimes wanted to celebrate uh, Christmas the same time as uh, you know, in the same fashion as their friends. But, you know, you go to these bowl games and it's, uh, you know, all the kids and the families and the relatives and the other coaches, kids running around the halls and playing in the pool and all that stuff. And so then you say, all right, well, then we can't go to the bowl if we celebrate Christmas. Obviously, we're going to go to the bowl. And, and, the, and the kids say, well, what'd you, what would you rather do? Well, they all wanted to go to the bowl. So what we used to do, because I didn't want to pack a bunch of gifts, a tree, any of that. What we used to do is always back Christmas up three days before we left for the bowl. And um, <clears throat> so, you know, just be a special delivery from Santa type of deal. And um, so we'd celebrate it three days before we went to the bowl. So some of the newness on the toys would wear off and, you know, they could maybe take, uh, you know, one thing, but they're going to get bowl gifts too. And so then, um, you know, we didn't have to pack as much. Everybody was happy. One time my son's friend comes over and there's, um, Christmas wrappings all over the floor, <laughs> you know, all their gear they got and stuff. And he goes, what's this? And, and, uh, and, and my son, Bubba, he says, well, he says, yeah, Santa came to our house last night. And he says, well, he didn't come to my house. <laughs> he goes, <laughs> that's because Santa knew that we had a bowl this year. <laughs> I love it. Santa working around the bowl schedule. College football fan. Good to good to know that Santa is committed to the bowl season. Unfortunately, 
you know, you 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 recently were discussing that a bunch of the the players are opting out and how how disappointing that is as a coach. Uh, are are you worried about that for your bowl game? Anyone opting out and and do you think there's that anything that can be done to change that? Yeah, we might have a couple. I mean, it's just so foolish. I mean, they act like they got so much going on. They don't have anything going on. I mean, <laughs> all those training centers that they're going to end up at, you know, they're all closed for the holidays. The NFL's still playing. So unless they're just doing a couple extra push-ups in their garage or something, I mean, um, they're, they're not doing anything that's going to prepare them for the bowl better than playing a game, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if I was an NFL GM, I would want a guy who has experience playing in big games. And and yeah, granted, maybe they're not associated with the the playoff or whatever, but still, it's a big game. You spend a lot of time preparing for. You're putting good film on tape. Uh, you'd be crazy not to play. No question. It's a bunch of foolishness, and it has a lot more to do with uh, look at me. I'm special, you know, and a lot less to do with preparing for anything. Yeah, certainly. What, what, what's your take on uh, coaches uh, leaving their school prior to the bowl game? Obviously there's been a lot of shuffling around with coaches, uh, you know, as we come up to the bowl season, what's your take on that? You know, it's, uh, I've always offered to stay. Um, and then the different places are different. I mean, a lot of times, uh, you know, the next coach and, uh, or, you know, go ahead and get things rolling, you know, with the next regime there. But uh, I've always been willing to do it. Seems like the right thing to do. Finish, finish the job. That seems like the best way to prepare for life, Sean. Yeah. Uh, you know, no, most certainly. I mean, yeah, you're the, the game is on the schedule. You got to go finish the game. And yeah, if you're a coach, uh, yeah, obviously opportunities come up, you move on, but yeah, you should certainly offer to stay. It, it completely makes sense. Yeah, well, and you, you know, you'd like to, you'd like to. Now, in you know, in most cases, I haven't. But you know, they say, well, go ahead and you know, get your work done at the next place, and uh, and uh, they'll just shuffle it around among the staff, you know, with the faces they're used to having. But uh, yeah, that that would be the the one negative. I'm trying to think um, when I left Oklahoma as offensive coordinator, then they you know, went ahead and next man up, uh, <clears throat> tech of course fired me. So, you know, I tried to get an, uh, an injunction to coach the bowl. Oh, wow. And then, uh, um, and then, uh, uh, Washington state, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was after everything was done when, uh, when I came here. So when you, when you came down to Mississippi, now you've been down, this is your second year coaching down in, uh, Mississippi. Have you developed a, a Southern accent at all? I know some <laughs> coaches when they head South, they pick up the accent pretty quick. Have you, have you gotten that at all? I'm a little too close to the fire to tell. I mean, cause it's hard to tell, you know, uh, how you sound. It sounds different. I, I've always had a draw cause I'm from Wyoming, but, um, uh, maybe once in a while you get tempted to say y'all and part of the thing <laughs> with y'all is it's a very efficient word. You know, it's a good, uh, one syllable boom y'all. And then, um, you know, sometimes, uh, with regard to Southern accents, they like to two syllable, one syllable words like, well, for example, they'll say, well, <laughs> you know, they'll, they'll turn well into two syllables. Yeah, no, they they love uh, stretching it out there. 
I was going to say as a Yankee, I also appreciate using y'all in emails. It's very uh, calming to the recipient. It's it's a diffusing word. So uh, so I agree. I I like to pick up the uh, the local vernacular. Went once I moved there for a bit. Smart move. Wyoming Wyoming is you guys country. They say you guys. It's always you guys. And then, uh, but here, of course, it's y'all. But you know, y'all's quick, efficient, uh, succinct. You know, I kind of like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can just see, uh, yeah, using y'all. Maybe I'll start using that around the office, uh, rounding up the try guys. Try it out, Sean. All right. Uh, well, you know, we've had you on a, a number of times, Coach Leach. I, I think one of the earlier interviews we had, we got you breaking down uh, Bigfoot as far as uh, where he would play as a football player. It being the holiday season. What about the abominable snowman? Maybe he's somewhat <laughs> related to Bigfoot. How do you see him fitting into a uh, roster and? And could he handle Bigfoot? You know, if they're if they're doing battle in the trenches there. I think they're definitely related. I think they're definitely related. Um, I think if it was uh, uh, in cold weather, a cold weather bowl, I like the abominable snowman. Mm. Uh, warmer weather, I think I have to go with Bigfoot. Either way, I think it would be a great contest, and it would be outstanding to watch. Yeah, I mean, I I, I think Bigfoot. The thing about Bigfoot that really gives him an advantage, I think, especially as a D end, he's got those long, lanky arms knocking down passes. You know, Abominable Snowman. I feel like he's got a good push, low center of gravity. Mm. I like him if you're kind of a run heavy team, but if you're trying to throw all the time, I think the uh, you know Bigfoot's going to have his hands all over those balls. You could have the jerky com- uh, company sponsor that bowl too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. give him a free play. What, what about Santa Claus in his younger days? What what position do you think Santa would would, would be lining up? Is he a nose guard? I think I, I think uh, I think uh, you know Santa may not have well. He's he, he's light on his feet. He's light <laughs> on his feet. I'm not sure how tall Santa is. He might be kind of one of those um, uh, running. Running backs, you like to hide behind uh, the the offensive lineman. Uh, yeah. It could be a nose, low center of gravity, quick first step, <laughs> definitely a quick first step. Don't know how long his arms are. Uh, if he does the thing with his nose that'll take him up the chimney, uh, he may be able to hit the a gap really quickly. Oh, yeah. So you, you, I mean, Santa Claus in a, in a, a gap blitz who, what, what guards fast <laughs> enough to block that? And, and great point. If he can squeeze through a chimney, he can get there. Anything. And holding the reins all that time. He's got to have some good oh, hand yeah. strength. Perhaps it is <laughs> offensive line. In fact, get once he gets those hands on there, you're not getting off. <laughs> They uh, occasionally some of those old linemen, you know, as they get older, they'll look like Santa. <laughs> yeah, when they get the, uh, they're jolly. Yeah, get that big, uh, you know, belly from milk and cookies all those years. Co- Coach Leach, do you do you have any rituals for for your family? Is there any Christmas movies you line up and 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 watch with the family every year, or is that something you're too occupied with bowl season? <clears throat> we watch the Christmas Story every year, which is a great movie and covers all ages. Uh, a Wonderful Life is arguably the best Christmas movie, uh, but they have good variety. Uh, uh, just the adults, the unedited bad Santa is pretty hard to beat as far as, uh, you know, after, after a couple eggnogs. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Well, and, and with the holiday season here, uh, coach, as a fellow coach, you have, make a lot of connections, you get a lot of gifts. 
I'm sure you've gotten a couple bad ones. Uh, JC Penny gift card. I got one year from a kid. Don't don't understand. <laughs> didn't seem to fit my uh, my my dress but code. But uh, what what's the worst gift you've ever gotten, Coach? Oh shoot! Let me think here. Um, well, any anything involving a sweater—that's oh. a bad <laughs> gift. <laughs> anything involving a sweater. I once had a relative give me a pair of dress socks. One pair of dress socks. <laughs> now wait, do they? <laughs> where, where you know you're thinking? Don't even bother. <laughs> and then um, I, um, I got to know real quick, Coach. Do they bother wrapping the pair of dress socks? Because I mean, you get a how do you first off? How do no, you wrap? It was in, a, it was in like an envelope with a card. <laughs> That's kind of thought it was a lot of cash. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then I got a one time a bathrobe, which, you know, a bathrobe is the ultimate useless item in my opinion. You know? <laughs> and well, I mean, what am I gonna wear a bathrobe for? You know, unless unless I become Hugh Hefner somewhere along the line. I mean I, I don't have any need whatsoever for a bathrobe. <laughs> That is a funny visual of you at the uh, Playboy Mansion walking around in a bathrobe. Yeah, you don't you don't strike me as a uh, as big robe guy. What about uh, th- we always uh, love talking about the the different gifts you get from the bowls themselves. I know that's always kind of interesting. <laughs> any uh, any memorable bowl gifts? You know, um, well, you get some you get some cool gifts. So there was a I had a TV once I watched for about ten years. Uh, from one of the bowls, um, uh, you know, a lot of times, and actually I'll probably do better now that the kids are out of the house, but used to be those bowl gifts by the time I saw them were pretty well picked over and, uh, <laughs> you know, and, and, uh, I can't say what all we got. I certainly didn't see all that we got. And I heard about some of what we got. Um, can't say I heard all that we got, you know? Um, but, uh, yeah, no, they're all good and you get some cool stuff, you know? Yeah, no, I, we, uh, I mean, some of those like high end headphones, any of the electronics, I think if you're a oh, kid Sean, in college, if it's free, it's for me, oh, that's, yeah. that's the way you live your life. So <laughs> yeah, I don't care. Yeah, well, what... the, I went to the Alamo bowl several times and, and got a, uh, a cow, you know, they give you a cowboy hat every year. So over the years I've gotten several cowboy hats and and so anyway, went to Africa and checked out all the animals a year ago and uh, made a good friend out there, this guy that worked at the hotel, you know, this African guy. And he was heavily in, of all things, you know, not rap, not any of that. He was into Buck Owens, loved Buck Owens, oh, wow. country, and loved, kind of loved that cowboy thing. So I sent him one of those cowboy hats. Nice. That's cool. Now, do you do any, uh, when you're traveling with the team, do you do any sort of bonding, uh, like little, uh, travel sessions. I know you're out uh, Liberty bowls out in Memphis. Are, are you going to go visit Graceland with the uh, team or a- any sort of planned excursions? They have a couple, which I haven't really read the list. Cause we've been so busy recruiting, you know, up until yesterday. Mm-hmm. So there are a few events. I don't know what all they are. Uh, the whole thing is kind of a bonding deal, you know, as far as, uh, um, <clears throat> you know, just what we do and how we do it type of thing. And, uh, so anyway, yeah, that part's, uh, you know, that part's, uh, uh, pretty good. Just kind of the whole last thing. The most important thing though, is, is really, uh, stay excited about playing in the game. Yeah. Got to keep the eye on the prize and uh, get ready to take down Texas tech. 
of course, obviously you coached there a number of years ago. You have mentioned uh, they still owe you for uh, 2009, and you're a much better man than me because if someone owed me a, a check, <laughs> the game certainly would be personal. But uh, you're, you're saying there's no added motivation. I mean, it's a bowl game. Feels like there's enough on the line to begin with, right? Yeah, they're all personal. You know, you try like crazy <laughs> to win all of them. It's hard. To, there's no. Uh, there's no extra real reserve uh, to generate. You know. Yeah. Yeah, certainly you guys will be fired up for the game. How and how has the uh recruiting been going? Have you been doing a lot of traveling? Are you recruiting virtually? Uh I was on the road for two solid weeks uh and the early signing day was yesterday and we had a really good uh, start to our class. It's not finished, but I think we signed 19, uh, which is pretty good. And they're uh, some really good quality players. I believe 24/7 had you 13th in the nation. That's pretty darn good. So uh, kudos hey, there. Congratulations. Yeah. Um. I, I got to ask you this. Sean was bringing up uh, Graceland. Jerry Glanville, famous coach <laughs> in all. I mean, college football, NFL, uh, XFL, whatever. Uh, Jerry Glanville used to leave two tickets for Elvis at roll call. Coach Leach, <laughs> if you had to do this, what? Who would you choose to leave to leave two tickets for? Two tickets at roll call. Uh, Elvis, huh? Um, yeah, I remember when he used to do that. Uh, I don't know, maybe Geronimo. Oh, nice. There we go. Great yeah. answer. Perfect way also to plug uh, Coach Leach's uh, book on Geronimo. If you haven't gotten that, available on Amazon. Great gift. Wherever great books are sold, I read it uh, a while back. And yeah, it was really cool. Learned a ton about the uh, Apache Native Americans and. Uh, yeah, I mean that was that was a really great book. Are you working on any uh, any plans for another book down the line? No, I probably I'll do one someday. Not not currently. I'm not uh, thinking of anything or putting anything together right now. Um, but uh, <clears throat> yeah, some both of those books uh, just kind of surfaced and found me. You know, all of a sudden you kind of get excited about it. And, uh, you know, and then, cause it's a pretty consuming experience. I mean, for, uh, very intense for four months, um, uh, pretty intense for six months and, but eight months to get it all done, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, I, it sounds like a huge pain in the ass. <laughs> if I'm being honest, how did that come to fruition? I mean, how, what made you choose Geronimo and then say, Hey, I'm going to write a book. Uh, well, I wrote Swing Your Sword. Uh, we we wrote Swing Your Sword, and that was on my path into coaching, and uh, that ended up on the New York Times bestseller list. So, on the strength of that, uh, they asked me if I wanted to write another book. So, me and a guy named Buddy Levy wrote uh, uh, wrote uh, uh, Geronimo: Leadership uh, Strategies of an American Warrior. And Simon and Schuster published that. But see, the other thing kind of impressive on Swing Your Sword, that was on, um, uh, besides being on the New York Times bestseller list, we self published it and uh, and was able to really, you know, just a whole bunch of people got excited about it. But, uh, and then uh, Simon and Schuster published uh, uh, the Geronimo book. So, yeah, I'm certainly open to talking about it or looking at it for sure. Yeah, no, uh, great book. Highly recommend good gift too. If you uh, got someone that's interested at all, or it, it's something I didn't, I didn't think I'd naturally be into. And uh, as soon as you pick it up, very interesting uh, guy and 
yeah, just a legend and and learns a lot of like stuff that you can apply to your own life. Uh, Coach Leach, you you've obviously studied history with Geronimo. Do you ever do you ever crowbar or like work that in when you're given a pregame speech? I have a little bit, kind of like uh, maybe a theme or something like that. Uh, going into a game or to open a week or in the off season, that type of thing. And actually, that would be a uh, that would be a pretty good idea. Maybe I'll look at that for this bowl game. Yeah, I like that. We're uh, so it sounds like you don't have your pregame speech all worked out. Do you ever rehearse like a pregame speech? You seem to be like an improviser when it comes to pregame speeches. No, I don't rehearse it. Um, we've got well, we get on the Friday speech before the game. We have uh, some slides and things like that. So I have some notes that, you know, so I know what slides are coming, but then you give uh, you know, do you have one right before they run out of the tunnel? Uh, usually I try to leave them with three things, you know, you know, the, 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 when, when they leave the tunnel, you want to create some energy before you leave the tunnel. And then, um, and then the other thing is, is uh, I try to, you know, point out just three basic things. I don't want too many things buzzing through their mind. Yeah, you got to find that balance of you don't want to overwhelm them with the whole game plan. Bring some energy, bring some heat, and uh, take care of business. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, always I touch on doing your job. Yeah, very, uh, very uh, succinct there, and, and completely makes sense. I imagine though, you might have had to rehearse it when you were coaching in Sweden. <laughs> oh no, you have to have a guy stand beside you. That was, it, was fin, it was Finland. No, you say about a sentence and then say, all right, tell them what I said. And then uh, say another sentence, tell them what I said. Sometimes they'll laugh at odd times. So I don't know exactly what the guy told him from time, told him from time to time. But, and uh, so, but yeah, no, they, it was uh no language, the language barrier is pretty large there in Finland. Yeah. That's gotta be a couple things get lost in translation uh, on their end. And then all of a sudden uh, your speech has a whole new meaning. That's the next book. I think, I yeah. think that's a good, that's a good start. there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it was, it was a blast and, and I've done a bunch of camps over there in Europe and various places. And um, you know, the best thing is, is you, you know, you're with the folks from there. So you get to kind of see the country on the inside track. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's awesome to uh, see the game out there turning into a global game. Well, coach appreciate your time and uh, best of luck uh, in the Liberty bowl. Hail state. <clears throat> Hail state. I really appreciate it. Uh, anytime. All right. Have thanks, a wonderful coach. holidays. Oh yeah. Giving out some college football bowl game picks and predictions. All these betting lines, courtesy of our good buddies over at WinBet. That's right, bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Give them a follow on Twitter at WinBet. Tell them you heard about WinBet via the Sports Gambling Podcast. A lot of fun there on social, and they got some sweet deals going over on WinBet, including. Bet five dollars, win four hundred dollars. New customers only. Uh, spread money line over under. Odds have to be minus one twenty or greater. But again, bet five dollars to win four hundred. What an excellent return on investment! Again, win bet w i n n b e t dot com. Bet big, win bigger, and get that win betting app. Also brought to you by Prize Picks DFS Simplified. That's right. 
Get those over unders. Very simple. They got college football uh, picks and predictions for prize picks, NBA, NHL, and of course the National Football League. Head over to prizepicks.com. Use that promo code SGP for a hundred percent instant deposit match. Let's get to it. Talking Bahamas Bowl in Nassau, Bahamas. Toledo squares off against Middle Tennessee right now. Toledo. Uh, over a win bet, minus ten and a half point favorite. Total sitting at fifty. Middle Tennessee is a plus two ninety dog. Colby, I feel like you always lean dog here. I'm looking at some of the numbers. Uh, Middle Tennessee State pretty good at forcing turnovers. Number one in fumble recoveries. Number six in interceptions. Toledo does have a uh, better offense. Thirty one points per game. Uh, the you know, balance attack. They got 223 passing yards per game, 194 rushing yards per game. Toledo, not amazing defense. Where where are we at here? Ten ten and a half instinctively feels a little high here. Um, uh, I, I guess the thing we're trying to see here is motivation. Toledo's been a strange team. They've only beaten uh, two teams with a winning record. Well, Middle Tennessee's only beaten one team with a winning record. So uh, Middle Tennessee's mm. on their third string quarterback. They've actually gone back and forth between the third and fourth string quarterback. They had Bailey Hockman quit the team because he got benched in a game, and that is a 2021 pussy right there. <laughs> uh, then they had Chase Cunningham, uh, who got who was playing really well, and he got out for the year. So. That a little bit of concern there, but look, Rick Stockstill's a proven winner. Look what he did this year: four quarterbacks deep. He gets uh, Middle Tennessee to a bowl game. I will take the points. It's in the Bahamas wow. Bowl. I think. I, I just think that this uh, Toledo kind of plays down to their competition. You fading the MAC? Uh, for the most part, yes. Really? Yeah. Toledo's the better team. I think the TMZ fans going to come in and be like, "Really, Toledo's laying ten and a half." I'm gonna have to take those ten and a half. Sean, you're a gambling veteran. Yeah. What are you doing? This is a this line screams Trap. take the favorite. Lay the points with Toledo. We didn't even get to talk. Listen, these kids are gonna be distracted with their brand new board shorts, their ice shaker bottle that they're gonna be playing with in the room, making drinks, their new beach towel, and Sean, they get a string backpack. So <laughs> these kids are gonna be distracted down there in the what, Bahamas. Who needs what an is an a string deal? backpack? I think it's one it of those like, like little uh, you know, like uh, those Nike uh, like. <laughs> I be, give them the full backpack. The, the ice shaker bottle. I, I don't know if that's like a you know a bar thing. It's for protein. Or yeah. They, they, a pro, for protein or booze. <laughs> Look, you lay the. Point. I know Gronk's brother has a line of a protein shaker. Shout out to Chris Gronkowski. <laughs> the the game you play here is who wants it more. I think Middle Tennessee does. Okay. I mean, look. I mean, Toledo's a team that's kind of underachieved uh, the past couple of years. I feel like they they haven't been in contention for the MAC championship. Yeah, my, sh- I, my last point: Toledo kind of sloppy. Fourteen penalties per game. I think that's enough to get the cover. Give me Middle Tennessee State plus ten and a half. Uh, last thing I'll add: uh, the bet, the tickets are pretty split. The money very much coming in on Toledo. So all right, fade the, fade the public. Coastal Carolina laying eleven in Orlando, Florida against the Northern Illinois Huskies. Total sitting at sixty-three. This, of course, is the Cure Bowl. Do we know what uh, they're trying to cure? And this is December seventeenth. I thought the band just paid a lot to have their own <laughs> bowl cure. game. I like that, <laughs> Kramer. Any uh, what do they what do they get here? It's been some very, sort of ointment, mm, some sort of uh, mRNA uh, well, vaccine. What's the cure here? Uh, it looks like uh, you would like this: a bunch okay. of performance gear, some a sweatshirt, maybe a dry fit T-shirt, performance hat, 
A deluxe <laughs> duffel. You like a new duffel What's bag? What's a performance And hat? a wireless power bank. That's always another ice oh, shaker yeah. bottle. These kids are going to be getting fucked up what, on that protein. What is a performance hat? Is that, uh, like, I think when when you make athletic clothing, you just throw performance in there. It's like when you throw in artisanal. Crocodile Dundee had a performance hat. He had those alligator teeth, you know, or, or whatever. You know what I mean? That was a performance hat back in the day. Uh, it, but I mean, this it, this is a simple handicap, isn't it? Isn't Coastal just going to run all yeah. over them? NIU 120th in yeah. rushing yards allowed. I just think it's going to be a bloodbath. And when you can when you can run the ball down the throat of an inferior opponent. It's uh, it's hard for them to get in the game. I'm I'm laying the points with Coastal. Yeah, I'm with you. And I think when you look at Coastal, they have what two losses, one by three points, one by two points. They're very close to being undefeated. Where NIU, look, shout out to Thomas <laughs> Hammock having a good year, but they're kind of a gimmick. They're yeah. kind of like, like this is a team that could easily be, you know, no uh, defense, uh, easily be a three and nine team. Um, they they got very fortunate in a lot of games. And it's gonna be put. I mean, with the humidity, it's gonna be pushing. It feels like ninety. Uh, Which so favors Coastal, the, the, the Huskies, Conway, South Carolina. Yeah, the Huskies yeah. are going to be struggling. Uh, mullet, much more efficient way to wear your hair in that kind of heat. Moving over to the December eighteenth game, not a bowl game, but no. it is the FCS semifinals from Fargo, North Dakota, the Dakota Dome, North Dakota State at home, home favorite, laying five and a half against James Madison. Total sitting at forty-seven and a half. Wait, this game's Friday, right? Yep. All right, Colby fucked up the date. Okay. Uh, I do that? Yeah, Keeping it on <laughs> Friday at six fifteen p.m. James Madison, North Dakota State. Uh, JMU, a little nugget here is the only team to ever win an FCS playoff game in the Fargo Dome. However, uh, NDSU has beaten JMU in three of the last four meetings, but those were in the national championship in Frisco, Texas. Yes. So on a neutral field there. Oh man, it's hard to fade North Dakota State, right? I mean, they're just a juggernaut. Maybe you're gonna make a case for JMU, but uh, I, you know, as much as I was fading the Bison last year, I think they got to figure it out. Coming off of what they won by 24 points last week, I think they're in the driver's seat. And again, the fact that James Madison got one victory against them in the Fargo Dome just shows you how hard it is to win in this dome. Only one team has has beaten them there. I don't think it's going to be them again. Give me NDSU laying the points. Colby? I'm on James Madison. Oh. I think James Madison's the better football team this year. I think North Dakota State has shown signs oh that they look. Well, I know last week they dominated East Tennessee State, but you go back to the South Dakota State game in early November, you go back to a couple other tests against Road Rash facing and Missouri State in late October. They're not as good as those other teams. JMU, meanwhile, Completely feels disrespected. This game should have been played in Harrisonburg, Virginia. They were number two all year, and the FCS did a little fu to JMU, knowing they're jumping oh, to the right FBS. The so uh, I think JMU took that personal. Cole Johnson's yep. having a great year. Thirty-nine touchdowns, two interceptions. Holy hell! Um, yeah, give me JMU. I think they're going to get this done. I think they're the better, more complete team all around. I, I was going to say I watched my Buccaneers last week. That's not a good team. JMU's a good team. <laughs> uh, you brought up Road Rash Face. Funny you did because the last time a coach didn't make it through thirteen games in a season, it was Bobby <laughs> Petrino in two thousand seven. He was three and ten. Urban Meyer two and eleven. So is, is a quick sidebar is. Urban Meyer, the worst NFL coach of all time. Yes. Well, I mean, 
Ooh, there are some bad ones though. Like I have to go through all the Lions oh, coaches. Ben McAdoo yeah. made it to the playoffs, right? Uh, uh, I mean, you're you're all all in love with Joe Judge. McAdoo got you to the playoffs. No, one of the one of the worst. Dude, 11, Rich, what about Rich Kotite? Like, as a Jets five. guy, <laughs> yeah, Urban Meyer is the worst. Uh, only uh, mo- mostly because uh, like it felt like he. He got like it was he was lucky to get thirteen weeks. Whereas Petrina <laughs> like just kind of said I quit. Well, yeah. no, Petrina's lucky it wasn't two thousand twenty one or they would have found dirt on him J- too. JMU is the play here. Like mm. like Colby said, the motivation angle. This is motivation season, and JMU is pissed off. I, I, you guys are talking me out. I I, I, I just remembered Carson Wentz playing a big game on Saturday, won all the mojo I can against him. Give me JMU plus five and a half. North, you guys talk me into North Dakota State does the two quarterback system. They go with Quincy Patterson, yeah. the Virginia Tech transfer, and Cam Miller. And I do think at some point it worked in their favor against East Tennessee State. I think JMU is a much better defense. At some point, that's going to cost them. Well, at some point, Quincy Patterson has to throw the ball. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Appalachian State. Squaring off against the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers in Boca Raton, Florida, for the Boca Raton Bowl, App State laying three. Oh, uh, I mean, Western Kentucky averaging 402 passing yards a game, number one in the nation. If you're a yards per play guy, Western Kentucky is certainly up there. But on the other side, App State has a really uh, solid defense, top 25. I don't know if Western Kentucky has played a defense as good as App State. App State nine and one straight up in their last ten games versus a conference USA opponent. Uh, Western Kentucky not good one and six against the Sun Belt opponents. I, I mean, I've been riding App State a lot this year. Uh, I think I got to do it here again. Give me App State laying three, Colby. Uh, first off, kudos to the University of Western Kentucky's uh, players and coaches. Zach Kitley uh, came over one year. Uh, had a top 10 offense, got hired at Texas tech, but said, Hey, I'm going to coach this final bowl game. And all the, a bunch of players that are transferring, they said they're going to transfer, but they want to finish the season right and play in this Real game, men. play in this game, with yes, my brother. play football. It is <laughs> fun. Finish it right? with their brothers. That's what we want to we exactly. see. But at the same time, as much as I, th- I, I, I think that's fantastic. Western Kentucky's got a horrible run defense. Guess what? App State's really good at doing running the football. They have yeah. about three or four really good running backs, uh, and the App State defense is pretty stout. So uh, Nate Noel, Cameron Peoples, uh, those some of these running backs that are just beast. Um, I think we'll have a big day against Western Kentucky. I think App State's just the better for App State. That's a team that look. Uh, they got blown out by Louisiana early in the year, but aside from that. They they lose by one score in the Sun Belt Championship to Louisiana, and then they lose in a game to, at Miami where they probably should have won. T- t- yeah, tough game to handicap, right? App State never lost a bowl game. Period. Yeah. I mean that that's that's you can lock that up. But four touchdowns away from tying the NCAA record, Zappy from Joe Burrow only has fifty six touchdown passes. So motivation, they're all coming down to finish. At, with their brothers, give me <laughs> Western Kentucky. Uh, five touchdown gets them over the Ooh, Joe Burrow record. I like it. I like it. Cigars will be smoked in Boca Raton. Uh, <laughs> Going back, what did what does Boca Raton get? I, all an I got elderly is, person. Uh, a, a gift suite and uh, all expense shout paid out. trip sound, to a, a retirement home. Sounds like you might. You know, it sounds like there's a chance Danny Cannell might be on the <laughs> sideline. You can meet him too. South Dakota State heads up to Bozeman, Montana again. More FCS playoff action. Montana State, a six-point home dog, plus one ninety on the money line. Forty-seven and a half is the total. 
I mean, I was on uh, Sam Houston State last week. Massive mistake. Montana State is just there's something about this uh, Montana State team. This game is sold out. They are. Uh, Colby, let me ask you a question. They're they're just balling out. Two hundred twenty nine yards rush uh, rush yards per game. We got we got yelled at because do, do they play in a dome or not? South Dakota State. No, they don't. Okay, that's my fault. I I, I made the quick thought of North. See North Dakota State and South Dakota and North Dakota does. So I uh, that was my fault. Got my it. Fault. So this is yeah. they're 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 going from an outdoor stadium to an outdoor stadium here. Yes, okay. but Bozeman, it's a sellout. Uh, it's going to be thirty-three rocking. degrees. Look, it's going to snow Mont- for a Friday night, the night before. I love this. Um, this is Montana State all the way. How do you fade <laughs> Montana State here? Well, and how about that story, guys? I don't know. You remember Matthew McKay elects to transfer, but this then says he wants to play. Uh, they of course. S- they put Who him on the bench. Yeah, <laughs> they put was- him on the bench, and Tommy Malott. Are we talking about a, a, a Montana State players here? <laughs> yes, Tommy okay. Malott course, with Cole. a huge <laughs> game. Look, I mean, two two touchdowns. Also had a bunch of uh, yards on the uh, ground. Someone's listening to the show and they're like scrolling through their app. They're like, "Where the hell is this game? This isn't one of the bowl games." Hey, over one point six million people watched the East Tennessee State North Dakota State a, game. That, you have that last on the top year, of, your of mind. course, man. FCS playoffs. Now they're getting smart. They got the number one recruit in the nation. They beat out Virginia Tech. They beat out Penn State. They beat out. Look, they're doing it. FCS oh, is doing it. A real playoff. All right, I'll take Montana State too. Colby, you didn't give your pick out, but yeah, I'm sad. on Montana State. Oh, but it also uh, sounded like dog you were also angry with Montana with FCS earlier with their treatment of JMU. You're all over the map here. No, they they, they were wrong there. <laughs> of course, come on, college basketball gets it wrong too. Duke's always overrated. All right, all right, John. Let's talk New Mexico Bowl. <laughs> UTEP, Fresno State in Albuquerque. New Mexico, been there a number of times. My sister lives there. Shout out Green Chili. I'm sure that's part of the New Mexico Bowl package. Fresno State, though, big favorite, laying 11 and a half, total sitting at 51 and a half. Uh, UTEP is four and one against the spread, last five meetings against Fresno State. Fresno State can really throw the ball. Uh, UTEP feels a little outmatched here, but I, I don't know. Colby's the number too high. Well, I mean, uh, the concerning thing is if Jake Hayner, you know, he announced he's transferring because uh, Kalen DeBauer, Fresno State's head coach, left for Washington. Now, the guy who brought Jake Hayner to Fresno State, there's that's their star quarterback if you don't know Fresno State football, um, is Jeff Tedford, who was the previous Fresno State coach, but he had some heart problems, stepped down. Mm, Urban he, Myers playbook. He is now the next head coach at Fresno, so Hayner's coming back. I don't know if he's playing this bowl game, but I think regardless, UTEP's a gimmick seven and five. All right. Like they're not for real. They're not a real, I mean, look, shout out to Dana Dimmel did a good job getting them to a bowl game. The first bowl game in, in quite some time, but Fresno state is the better team. Now if Hainer's there, I think they're going to roll them. I think they can yeah. win by 30. Now the, they always have good quarterback play back to the days of uh, Trent Dilfer and Billy Volick. But um, so I'm going to take Fresno minus the 11 and a half, but obviously if Hainer's playing, then we really hammer this thing. It's lock worthy. And this is the team. I mean, as you mentioned, Cole, they, they at one point covered five straight. Uh, maybe a little bit of a gimmick. I'm with you. I think. I think in general, uh, Fresno State. Uh, again, we're just going to lay the points when 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 the, the number is right here because it's telling you like, oh, really? T- UTEP's got a decent. Trying record. to give you some UTEP well, action. Well, and check us out. UTEP hasn't beat a team with a winning record. Fresno State's a, who's like, more they got excited? Players. Like, 
Is is Fresno excited to go to Albuquerque more than El Paso? Like El El Paso to Albuquerque, that's not an exciting trip for those kids, right? <laughs> that's the only thing that scares I me. It's more it's, of a, I don't know if it's Fresno exciting for Fresno could be yeah. exciting. Go <laughs> get some, three, some new jewelry. Hey, we're all on uh, Fresno State here, laying the points. Uh, before we get to the lending tree bowl, I want to shout out PropSwap.com, where America goes to buy and sell real sports bets. Of course, college football wrapping up. Uh, maybe you got some F's or you know some college football playoff futures or national championship uh, bets you want to sell or buy. Uh, you know, shopping on PropSwap, you can, get, you can get the best price over there. And uh, perfect time to get in on any of the futures. NBA, NFL, the NFL MVP race is crazy. Those. Those prices are all over the place. So a lot of uh, opportunities to hedge out and guarantee yourself a nice stack of cash Head over to propswap.com. Use that promo code SGP to double up on your first deposit. Eastern Michigan, the Eagles, right? They're the Eagles. Sounds like they should be the Eagles. Eastern Michigan Colby. Oh, wow. Stop the dance. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I I missed a game. I missed a game in this. Oh no. I missed UAB. What? And BYU. Oh my God! It, it might have been the fact that I was just so oh disgusted that BYU, who went ten and two and, and went undefeated against the Pac-12, they gave him UAB, folks. They gave him UAB. I well, mean, when is the game? That what? is uh, December eighteenth at twelve thirty p.m. At, okay, yeah. You, I mean, chronologically, it's the next game. Y'all, all right. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll include it. Uh, I mean, we'll we'll do it next after the Eastern Machine game. Okay, we'll we'll figure it out. I okay. know you're derailed right now. That's why I was derailed. My is apologies. Eastern Michigan the Eagles? Yes, okay. they are the Eagles. Chris Creighton, great coach. Liberty um, uh, laying nine and a half in the Lending Tree Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. Total sitting at fifty eight. I'm going. Uh, I'm going Eastern Michigan here, plus nine and a half. I, I think there's a lot of hype around Malik Willis, and that's why you're seeing these inflated spreads with Liberty, and that's why Liberty's one and five against the spread in their last six games. They also kind of struggle with uh, teams in the MAC, two and eight against the last in the last ten against a MAC opponent. Liberty does have a good defense. I think this is just going to be a good game, and I'm going to take Eastern Michigan getting nine and a half points. Colby. I yeah I think you have to Eastern Michigan Chris Creighton's mo, you know not only does he have a lot of wins against the the Big Ten when they've matched up, but they even when they lose I'm looking at uh, what I, the past two seasons two of their oh, so t- two of their what nine losses, so seven of them were de- decided by a score or less, so when they lose they lose close yeah they don't seem like yeah. a team that's going to get blown out. So give me Eastern Michigan. I was surprised to see Malik Willis playing in this game, as Nick Nick mentioned to me. Doesn't he need to? Well, I mean, I saw. Him. I mean, he balls out. He might get into the first round. I agree. Look, and I and, and I I agree with Co- you know Coach Leach's stance on this. Where hey, it, you got more to gain than to lose. Well, by playing in these things, he's not. Yeah, he's not that surefire that he's like d- not doesn't need to play in his bowl game. Uh, I mean, honestly, like I feel like if anything, he, the, the buzz is soured on him. You know? Yeah. No, definitely. Kramer, are you uh are you uh Eagles? Uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, this is a game where I I I think they're, you know, it's short of 10. They're begging you to take liberty. No, I I think I think Eastern Michigan it, motivation-wise has something to play for. I do think Malik Willis in the back of it. You can't 
you can't really play when you're thinking about being drafted. And I think while he could go out there and say, I got a ball out, let's Maybe make a business decision. Uh, he, he 100% should Especially make Especially for a guy decision. that that runs a bunch. And you're talking about a guy who's going to be walking around with a brand new fossil watch, Sean. Uh, oh, no, wait. That might be the wrong bowl. I don't know. My, my bowl gift list is pretty bad this year. Uh, yeah, Eastern Michigan plus nine and a half is the angle. Right down the street uh, for the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. Shout out to Jimmy Kimmel. This is being played in Inglewood, California, at the SoFi Stadium. Oregon State, Utah State. Total sitting at sixty-seven. Colby uh, incorrectly identified this game as a one being played in a dome. It is an open air stadium, Colby. That's a dome, Sean. That that has a roof on it. Yeah. Well, they don't oh, they don't geez. delay games that happen in domes when it rains. I would say that would is that is one difference. This is an interesting game because Utah State has won seven of their last eight games. Uh Aggies coming in pretty hot and they're a big dog. Utah State seven and zero on the road this season. Uh, they also got uh, Devin Tompkins, big uh, stud receiver, number two in the nation with receiving yards, fifteen eighty nine. Uh, Oregon State can can pound the rock and kind of control it. I don't know. Utah State to me is this one of those trap games where they're telling you to take Utah State. Uh, I don't know. I'm leaning Utah State. What are you doing, Colby? Yeah, I think I'll take the hook. I think Utah State's got enough offense to stay in this. I am concerned. Utah State's got an awful awful run defense and Oregon state has a very good running back. So I, and a decent, you know offensive what, then line. I'm going to go Oregon yeah. state. Cause this feels like a game where, you know what? I'll join you. Utah Let's state has a Let's decent record. They're catching seven and a half kind of similar situations we've identified previously. And Oregon state is the better team. More talent can pound the rock, control the game. I'm going to, I'm gonna actually going to lay the, the points here. I don't have, uh, I don't have a, a, a real angle on the motivation side. I do think the, again, the number is telling you that Oregon state's the right side. Uh, the, the number hasn't moved a ton either since open. So I, I think, I, I think, yeah, I think we lay the seven and a half here because they're, they're just asking you, I think Oregon state, I mean, this that's enough handicapping on this game. Let's just lay the point. I turned down. Ryan, I turned down free tickets to this game. Ryan interrupted himself <laughs> to. Uh, oh, I realized like that. There's no more value being added. Let's get back to the other games. <laughs> UAB BYU battling it out in Shreveport, Louisiana. Probably will feel a little bit like a, a home game here for UAB. Uh, not too far of a road trip, although BYU kind of close. We'll see. Do the Mormons travel? I don't know. Oh yeah, they do. That is it's called yeah. missions, bro. Yeah, yeah, that is true. They do a ton of traveling. Actually, they know uh, all about the missions. BYU laying seven. I don't know, man. Uh, am I crazy just to uh, take you know lay the take points the home here? Team. This is a shame. Like this is why tie, bowl tie-ins are oh. terrible. BYU is the number twelve or thirteen team in the country, and they probably should be higher. And they're playing UAB. That like, you don't even give them like a, a team at twenty four or twenty five. They are joining a conference next there year. There you go. Um, then they'll get a better bowl game. It's still just bullshit. Like this is why you need a big playoff. I don't want to watch this game. The BYU is going to roll them. This is a terrible Sorry. game. Like uh, this is this is the one where I thought they get the fossil watch. My bad. BYU kids will be stoked. <laughs> are they allowed to wear a watch? <laughs> I don't, is is telling time against? Uh, they get a commemorative that, football too. Oh, sweet! That what <laughs> what every football player wants a football and a new era beanie. But which, BYU, you got to go BYU here. This this number feels really short. I mean, is there? A, I think they'll show up for this because they Trap. should be. They should be. You know, the, the only angle you could say is they won't be motivated because they're playing UAB. This game should not be happening. But I don't know. I mean, I think BYU is just a lot better of a team. 
I, I would say that everything you guys have said would be the reason to take the other side. Like there, maybe there is a motivation thing we don't know about. Maybe the team that's closer will be it will have more fans because they'll travel to the game. Will UAB be excited to play this game and potentially upset a team like BYU? Sure, Number twelve, yeah. So I'll zig when you guys zag. Give me the give me UAB. Shout out to welcome to UAB. Uh, yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna be coming at us. I, I am a fan of the Dragons. Never forget. Let's talk Celebration Bowl. South Carolina State squaring off against Prime Time no. Jackson State. Uh, total sitting at forty-two and a half. Jackson State laying ten. Almost a, a lot of pressure, I, I think, on mean? this Jackson State team. Yeah, just, they just dumped the Gatorade. You fade them. Yeah, no, you that's what I, I'm saying. Like they're they won. <laughs> they could be playing a little tight because that you know. Oh, oh hey, these players are going to be millionaires. You're getting the top recruits. Your season is already a success. South Carolina State, isn't that isn't that just such motivation? I would just be showing like, oh, this kid's gonna. Be, they, they think they're millionaires over here. South Carolina State, we're we're grindhouse. They're South Carolina <laughs> State has won five of their last six. Like they're not horrible. Uh, they also have the uh, 2021 MEAC Defensive Player of the Year, uh, Decoby Durant. And shout out to the Celebration Bowl, so, sponsored, sold out, sponsored by Cricket yeah. Wireless. Um, that was a free plug. Uh, they're they're throwing in a gift certificate for mom in the swag bag for the players. Classy. So they understand how to get it done. Well, also, also, a rechargeable uh, battery pack. Uh, these are nice gifts with kids with their phones and, now. They're and, always sitting there. They, you, how many kids did I see in the airport <laughs> hooked to these goddamn batteries, Sean? Also, a Deion Sanders wallet. I, I know he uh, he had some of his belongings <laughs> stolen. They ended up in the Celebration Bowl swag bag. Wow. So Kramer, it sounds like you're on South Carolina oh. State. I'm on South Carolina <laughs> State. Colby, are you? No, you're uh, on Jackson State. Look, talent is going to prevail. Look, Jackson State's been blowing out everybody lately, and uh, South South Carolina State's just six and five. Yeah, uh, I think Jackson State's going to roll them. I mean, you're going to see it this weekend with the way the Jags play with Urban Meyer gone. We saw it uh, after uh, Jared Goff won the game for the Detroit Lions. Sometimes when you dump the Gatorade. That emotional like I mean, think about it, right? You have a nice night with the lady, get you take her to bed, <laughs> and then you have some uh, you, have, you have some adult uh Gatorade dumping. Uh, you're ready for sleep. You're ready, you're tired. You're not ready to go play a game. You're not ready to go play the celebration bowl. I will say this South Carolina State started out just one and four. Yeah. So they've been so red that's hot. That's what I'm saying. Lately. They've been playing yeah. well as of late. All right. Now let's talk New Orleans Bowl in New Orleans, Louisiana. Marshall catching five against the raging Cajuns of Louisiana Lafayette. Who uh, you uh, Louisiana Lafayette won a bunch of games in a row. Uh, Billy Napier, he's not coaching right because he's he moved on to Florida. Yeah, he's at Florida now. How do you how do you factor that in? Is this is this a get up spot for Marshall or is Louisiana? I, I feel like this five. Uh, point spread. They don't really know what to do with it because Louisiana Lafayette is the better team, but now they don't have their coach. So they're kind of splitting the difference and letting the market decide. What are you doing here, Colby? Uh, I think I'm going to ride because th their interim head coach was named uh, their, their future coach. Um, so, okay. I think that's the angle here. And this then, is this then because of that, I like ULL. It's a, it's a, it's a home game too. I know, yeah. and, and if anything, Marshall, you know, Charles Huff. I know he was mentioned at potentially getting the Virginia Hot Tech candidate. job. 
But if anything, to me, you look at, I thought he kind of lived off doc holidays players from a season ago. Doc holiday had a really great season at Marshall. And then towards the end of the season, Marshall was losing a lot of games. Now they were losing them close, but uh, I, I well, still, I think the jury's still out on his, co- on his coaching. I, yeah. I mean, I think if you don't trust the coach, you're not going to, the, the month you get to practice here is less valuable. So and it's at that filthy dome in Louisiana where the, the, the Lafayette's not that far away. Uh, it's a home game. This is a tough. This is a tough spot to even look at Marshall. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm on on Louisiana. Lafayette Although you well. see, Marshall just landed Chad Pennington's son. Oh, that's exciting. I think it's Cole Pennington. I think remember Cole. Of course, his name yeah. is Cole. Yeah, that's a great. I might be messing that up. I think it's Cole. Pennington. By the way, Sean. Um, next next uh, bowl show, I'll I'll be in charge of putting things in chronological order. <laughs> All right, I like that. Well, I just uh, you know, Colby, Colby's not uh, fully aware of time and space. Database is uh, uh, he's I'm on he's, the recruiting trail. He's off the grid. All right, uh, got a few bowl games left before we get to that. I want to shout out Better Fantasy. Oh, fantasy football playoffs are here. What better uh, way to add a little action to the game than by having betting spreads on your fantasy football league? Hey, if you're eliminated from the playoffs, like I am. Uh, hey, it would be pretty fun to bet on uh, who's going to win some of these games in my league. Betterfantasy.com/sgpn. All you got to do is head over there, sync your league. Very easy to do. To literally like two clicks, you're synced, ready to go. And then after you do that, betting spreads pop up, prop bets, totals for your fantasy football matchups. Again, it's all free to play. Uh, if you get everyone in your league to sync, you get a uh, trophy smack gift card for $150. Again, that's awesome. Uh, and and they have a ton of free to play games as well, like prop stuff, and uh, you can win gift cards as well. A lot of fun, good guys over there. BetterFantasy.com/sgpn. BetterFantasy.com/sgpn. We're also brought to you by SoBet. SoBet is old school, and I know we have a lot of old school listeners because we have uh, old school uh, contributors like Colby. You know, who like the uh, the old way of doing things, where it's just mano y mano, two men duking it out. One likes Tulsa, the other likes Old Dominion. Let's settle it on the betting floor. <laughs> it is uh, so bet, and it's the social betting revolution. Easy to connect a third party payment uh, providers to your so bet account, and uh, what better way to challenge your friends than by throwing down some college football bull picks and seeing who ends up with the most cash? Completely free to play. Just head over to sobet.io slash SGPN, sobet.io slash SGPN. Myrtle Beach Bowl, Ryan. Tulsa, mm. Old Dominion in beautiful Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Tulsa laying nine and a half against ODU. And again, obviously, Tulsa's better. That's why they're favored by nine and a half points. But Old Dominion, kind of a covering machine. I mean, they're five and zero against the spread in their last five, but Tulsa no slouch either. Four and one against the spread in their last five. Uh, yeah, I don't know, Colby. Where you at? I mean, Tulsa has certainly played tougher competition, better team. Nine and a half. Where are you leaning? I think I gotta go Golden Hurricane. This is a tough uh, handicap because their defensive coordinator, Tulsa's had a really good defense the past couple of years. He left for the TCU job. Tulsa, yeah, you look at the record, say both teams are six to six. Tulsa, oh, like played Ohio State really close. That was a seven-point yeah. game with three minutes left. It's a very they, different. They almost six beat six. Oklahoma State, where Old Dominion, fresh off a national championship, not went not playing last year. Ricky Rowney, good first year, but they beat no teams with a winning record, zero. Um, so I'm going to ride Tulsa, but I am concerned about who is the new DC. Is it going to be? I, I, 
I, will it work out? I mean, I don't know, but uh, give me Tulsa minus the nine and a half. They only lost their DC. No, he's really good though. Yeah, but they still have the head coach. Okay. Did they lose any positional coaches? Do you know that? I feel like the the only way you're really concerned about it if the whole coaching staff is gone, because for the most part, the players are are interfacing with their coaches. I think just for a like, I, I wouldn't be worried about that if that's all they lost. Uh, for me, I'm with you. I ODU, and and you have to also mention uh, with with Virginia Tech back into the seven five seven recruiting game. ODU's in trouble. And by the way, Tulsa did bring their defensive wow. backs coach with them as well. Okay, so maybe you have something to worry about there. I'm going. I'm going ODU. I'm taking the nine and a half. The Monarchs. Yes. All right. Just because this. You line, always loved England. Yeah. No. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> Uh, except the wow. Beatles, those guys were cool. <laughs> except John. John's kind of. You watch that Beatles documentary. One Ringo way cooler than I originally thought. John, uh, he's hilarious. John, yeah. kind of a tool. Uh, no offense, John. Uh, rest in peace. Still didn't deserve to get shot in the head, right? Nah, that seemed yeah. extreme. <laughs> Kramer, where I'm going over to you? Where are you going? Uh, they do get a big game autographed football in this one, Sean. So who's an autograph by? <laughs> maybe the maybe that they autograph their own football. What is a big game? That's like, <laughs> isn't that for like buck hunting and shit? I mean, yeah. this is a this is big another question. Hunter. Like, who's more excited to be in Myrtle Beach? The kids who already live on the beach or the kids from Tulsa? I'm gonna go with Tulsa. Yeah, lay in the points. Right. <laughs> so wait, that you're that's a pro Tulsa point? Yeah. They're so they're excited by the they're beach. Well, they're gonna play yeah, harder. Not okay. far from the beach. Uh, I mean, well, you could get distracted by the beach. I, I was just <laughs> looking for clarity on his beach handicapping. <laughs> you know, I can tell you a story. The last time I was in Myrtle Beach uh, with some people from the seven five seven, when popping open a bottle of champagne, uh, I almost killed someone. Uh, hit him in the head. They got they got a little woozy. Like <laughs> might have been a little CTE. Concussion. Uh, some of those tent. corks that are plastic. I mean, we're, we weren't uh, we weren't high rollers at that point. Yeah. So. How was that not a screw top, Ryan? <laughs> what do you mean? It's, that was a it's bottle of Andre. Right? You pop right? it. Yeah. I'm sure it was worse than Andre. Me, Moving over to the potato bowl, Boise, Idaho, Wyoming. Cowboys laying three and a half or laying three against Kent State. Total at fifty nine. Ah, uh, Wyoming, you really let me down. Who did they lose to? They Hawaii. No, Hawaii. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Um, neither team great against the spread. Both sub five hundred ATS. Kent State, though, <laughs> I mean, they are a running machine. Number four in the country, two hundred forty three yards per game. Uh, but uh, you know, I mean, good defense, but it's mostly against the pass. Kent State's defense sucks. I, I'm going back and forth here. What are you doing, Colby? This is a. I actually look. I I'll be honest. I don't find a lot of these bowl games intriguing. <laughs> this one, I well, do. at least you saved it for the end of the show. <laughs> this this one, I do. Well, we, look, maybe I, we add it to the pre-roll. I don't like yeah. any of these games <laughs> coming up. Well, we look, like we B, pick B, and analyze every one of these games. Well, look, BYU <laughs> is playing UAB. That, that's not they exciting to me. Show. That's, that's not exciting to me. Why aren't they having a 64 team playoff? <laughs> yes, These games are bullshit. A lot of them are, but this one is compelling because but you th- have. That's what the first round would be. We'd be watching my no, Wyoming. But the, the players would be playing. The coaches would still be there. Uh, look, Wyoming case uh, Kent State is intriguing because they're they're kind of opposite teams. Wyoming can't throw for shit. Kent State's got an NFL prospect, Dustin Crom, uh, and Wyoming's run game. 
has been fantastic this year. Um, the, I, I, if anything, I think that's the handicap. Kent State's got the 106 uh, worst run defense in the country, and Wyoming has a couple stud running backs uh, in Z- in Xavier uh, Valaday uh, and then Titus Swen. So I, I'm going to take Wyoming here. Another thing is it's not that far from Boise, and this is a bowl game that's fun because the coach gets the. Uh, the whole bucket of fries dumped on his head. That is fun. <laughs> Duke Mayo bowl. Come on, get with it. Uh, I think. Uh, I mean, uh, isn't one of the perks for this bowl game being pl- it's being played in the Albertsons, whatever, right? Yeah, Boise State Stadium. Yeah. Uh, so they get. I, I think one of the perks is <laughs> you get, get a reusable card? bag. No, they get five. <laughs> you get a, anything you can grab in an Albertsons in five minutes. They Smash just, and grab. As long as <laughs> offensive uh, lineman going right back to the turkeys. Just as, uh, as long as it's under nine hundred fifty-one dollars, you're fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, NIL bowl gift should be so much better. Like, how are we yeah, not having they're like the lav- same shitty gifts? Lavish fucking. I mean, come on. Okay, Kramer, what is your pick? Oh, we're taking Wyoming. There's no way you can. How do you? If, if this was more than three, maybe. I think this might have opened four and a half and got bet down. But at three, I don't see how you can. Yeah, I'll go Wyoming, but I'm still pissed about them losing to Y. Uh, that was weird, huh? Yeah. Well, I'm moving to Frisco, Texas <laughs> for the Frisco Bowl. Our gal San Diego State squaring off against UTSA. Hopefully, Colby finds this game interesting. I certainly do. UTSA, kind of a covering machine, nine and four against the spread. SDSU sitting right at five hundred, even though they're they've been eleven and two straight up. I mean, SDSU, their defense is really good. They they won a bunch of close games. So if the spread was bigger, I I might be concerned, but. uh you know, and and that's why they've had trouble covering is because they've kind of gotten some inflated lines, uh, and San Diego State got their ass kicked by Utah State, so I think they're in a bounce back situation. I I like the Aztecs a lot here, so, so give me SDSU, Colby. Uh man, I I look. UTSA uh, is a good team. It went San Diego State probably would have beaten Utah State. They had t- over twenty players out with COVID. Yeah, over twenty players. I don't know, and I'm wondering how long does that protocol. Like how long is that? Are they going to be playing in this game? There's a lot of unknowns for that reason alone. Frisco game is on December 21st. So I I don't know. Every school's protocols are different, et cetera, et cetera. I think a lot of those guys would be, would be back. I mean, I just think this is a pick them and the, I think UTSA is the better team. I, I I don't know like mid season if I probably would have took San Diego State but motivation well, this I, I think it's being more played mo- at the end of the season Cole. yeah and it's in Frisco Texas uh-huh. I, I I once again kind of a kind of a boring game um, give me UTSA though to go thirteen and one yeah I mean I think this is like all, all time season for UTSA they still have yeah, something I think to that's finish the angle that's with the their angle, brothers right? and uh, honestly like go watch like they they this was I would crown like. I would nominate UTSA as a potential mid-major we can adopt for next season because I mean they were they're just a good football team. Yeah. I don't know if they're losing a lot of people, but I enjoyed the. I don't uh, think so. I enjoyed oh. the experience this year, Colby. <laughs> there you. you go, buddy. Thank you. No, I mean I think that that it's not that far away. They they have probably a lot. There's Look a, at, you know what's gonna that, happen. That was a live. This crowd. is what happened. Yeah. San Diego State lets you down in this way. Their defense is gonna be solid, but their offense is gonna suck. They're gonna make one mistake. Like the punter's not going to have his great like uh, eighty yard punt every time, and that's going to be that. Which, yeah. by the way, I'd love for the Giants to draft that punter from San Diego. Well, so. yeah, you guys. I mean, as a team, that's always going to be punters. First. Greatest punter. Uh, ever. You oh, need, it's important. You need. It's a, important. You need a, a good punter. All right, time for the lock dog and tease presented by. 
prizepicks.com promo code SGP. Get the hundred percent deposit bonus. Go three and zero with your prize picks and turn twenty dollars into one hundred. Uh, great if you're Easy. if you're in a state that uh, doesn't offer prop betting. Prize picks uh, active in a ton of states. Head over to prizepicks.com or download the Prize Picks app. Either way, drop in that promo code SGP for a hundred percent deposit bonus. Kramer, lock dog tease and bonus lock. What do you got for the good folks? You would like me to go first. All right. Uh, I think we 100%. We fade teams after they dump the Gatorade. Give me South Carolina State lock number one <laughs> for my dog. Uh, I'm sticking in the FCS. Give me James Madison on the FU parade. Um, I've been a little. I've been on a little bit of an FCS heater right now. Sean, feel free to jump aboard. For my tease, I'll I'll stick uh, stick it. Teasing bowl games is just absolutely out of control. Yeah, uh, reckless. But Colby insisted. So Coastal <laughs> Carolina down to minus five. <laughs> I think this is where you got to take the. You can't do normal teases because it's the, the variance is too great. We're gonna take uh, Tulsa down to three and a half. Okay. And we're gonna take Toledo down to four and a half. <laughs> Uh, that would be three and a half, right? No, four Toledo minus oh, ten. Oh, Toledo. Okay, sorry. And then for a bonus lock, uh, I mean, let's let's just go. I, I think Burrow's record goes down. At least the share of it goes down. App State first ever bowl loss. Give me Western Kentucky. Getting three. All right, for my lock. <sighs> It's big. It's a big decision today. It is. I'm going uh, Coastal Carolina minus eleven. Mm, I like it. You know, dogs. There's a couple dogs I like. Montana State, uh, but no one's going to be watching that game. I'll go. Uh, wow. <laughs> I'm gonna Everyone's going to watch now. I took two FCS teams. I'm going to go Eastern Michigan money line. It's plus two sixty five. This is a game Liberty could very well easily screw up. For my T's, give me a BYU down to one. Uh, give oh. me. Uh, I'm not going to tease Montana State. <laughs> Fresno State uh, minus five and a half, and then uh, let's go SDSU plus seven. They're going to hang in that game. And for my bonus lock, I went Coastal. He's went- going out of his way to make fun of the FCS <laughs> right now. Oh, that's pretty fun. <laughs> I, I'm just. Hey, sitting right the here. Eagles would be in a better spot if they drafted more FCS players, right? That <laughs> uh, didn't work out with one Carson Wentz, Colby. <laughs> soured me to the uh, FCS experience. I'll go uh, Lafayette. We Raging. won a Super Bowl for you guys. What are you talking about? You're right. Uh, ULL <laughs> minus five. It's the ultimate loophole. Colby, what do you got? Lock Doug T's bonus lock. Uh, let's lock up Jackson State minus 10. Wow. Um, How dare you, Colby? <laughs> it is the We're, easy play here. I. Um, should chew up and spit out my FCS locks. Dog is Montana State and Bozeman. Tease, uh, let's tease. What are we doing here? Let's uh, let's go JMU up to what is oh, it? Eleven and I, a half. I love that. No way they're <laughs> getting blown out. Um, let's go BYU down to one. Oh. Yep. Let's okay. go Jackson State down to four. And uh, bonus lock, we're going JMU plus five and a half. Yes. Done deal. All right. And hey, shout out to the D2 and D3 playoffs that are happening. The national championship, D3 Friday night, D2 
Uh, Saturday, that's Valdosta State in that Mike Leach's old school. I'll, I'll cut this out, Sean. Don't yeah, thank thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. Okay, uh, make sure you leave a nice rating review, Apple Podcasts, for your chance to win free gear every Monday, aka Merch Monday. Subscribe to the College Football Experience for the Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm Sean, second the Money Green, and he is Ryan. Well, Sean, I got to be honest, love what Coach Pry's doing there in Blacksburg. Kramer, let it ride.